Hi everybody, it's Stefan Molyneux from Freedom Main Radio. I hope you're doing well. I have come not to praise talent, but to bury it. Uh, I get emails a lot asking me um, what ghostly finger of God sticks itself up my butt and tickles my language centers to produce such a torrent of vaguely comprehensible verbiage. There I go again. <laughs> And um, I must say, it's nothing special. I was not born with any particular special abilities when it came to language. Um, I think I was born with a certain kind of nat native potential intelligence, which I had to work very hard to develop. But uh, this question came up on the message boards a few years ago. I did a calculation. I put about 30,000 hours into philosophy over the course of my life. Um, reading uh, philosophy, uh, going to school and studying and um, writing and podcasting and debating and I would count uh, self-knowledge as, as um, philosophy. Uh, Socrates says, uh, know thyself is the first commandment. Uh, and so I would count the years I spent in therapy as um, philosophy and the pursuit of self-knowledge. So it's nothing magic. It's just a horrendous amount of work. When I was younger, I was not noted for any particular verbal abilities. Um, I just put my nose to the grindstone and worked. I used to, you know, in my early mid-20s, I would pick up a copy of Voltaire and uh, I would go out for dinner and I would only had enough money to order an appetizer and a salad and that's what I would do. And I would sit there while everyone was chit-chatting uh, with a romantic candlelit dinner with a Frenchman 300 years dead. And so I just, this is the kind of stuff that I have been doing for, for years. And I started debating when I was in uh, college, uh, which is almost a quarter century ago. And I've just worked really, really hard at it. And it's not that it's, it's just a weird question to be asked. I mean, you wouldn't look at a, I don't know, a, a successful gymnast and say, wow, that's, that's weird. I mean, how can you do that? How can I do that? It's like, well... <laughs> start working. I'm not a fan of talent. I think talent is a great cop-out. I think talent is a great excuse. And I think talent is a fiery moat of monopoly that the rulers set up to lure us with the idea that if we don't have the talent, you see, we just can't compete. Uh, you can read books by Malcolm Gladwell. There are other books uh, out there dispelling the myth of talent uh, very briefly. Um, there seems to be no such thing. There seems to be no such thing as talent or innate ability. They've done studies uh, on um, uh, people who end up as uh, soloists, who are musicians, or people who end up in the orchestra, or people who end up as music teachers. And the only difference is that the people who end up as soloists practice more. That's it. That's all they did. 10,000 hours it takes to become really good at something. So with 30,000 hours for me, I guess the only talent I have is for overkill. But um, yeah, the people who were music teachers ended up as music teachers. Uh, they practiced for about 6,000 hours. And the people who ended up in the orchestra practiced for 8,000 hours. And the people who became soloists practiced for 10,000 hours. That's the only difference. The only difference is the degree, the degree of intelligent coached talent, uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> intelligent coached practice that you perform in order to be able to achieve your goals. You know, there's this, the myth you see in movies all the time. It's the goosebumpy myth, you know, like somebody comes in and they, some scout, you know, just wants to play ball locally and he says to some kid out in the outfield, hey, kid, throw me the ball. <laughs> you know, this, this bobsled of rocket hell comes into his glove and he's like, whoa, takes off his hat. Kid, throw that to me again. <laughs> it almost took my finger off. And um, there's a movie out at the moment, uh, sorry, a TV show out at the moment, a Spielberg production. Uh, I watched a few minutes of it um, about how to, like it's some, they're putting together a musical about Marilyn Monroe, 
and Catherine McPhee plays this young ingenue. She doesn't have much experience, you see, but she just walks in and she opens up her mouth and she blows away the people and she's like, oh my, they give her goosebumps and she's amazing how talented. Uh, but she's told she her resume is thin, that she doesn't really have much experience. And this is nonsense, of course. Catherine McPhee has been singing since she was five years old. She was, I don't know, she was in American Idol. She did, I don't know, she obviously came out pretty close to on top. So they're having someone play an inexperienced person who has had decades of experience in the field. Uh, but this is the great myth that you can just sort of step in there, open up your mouth and blow everyone away and you don't need practice, you don't need vocal coaching, you don't need talent. It's all nonsense. And Mozart, his father was a famous musician and composer who drilled him the way that um, Tiger Woods parents uh, drilled him on golfing from the age of two from the age of two and yeah okay he was writing stuff it was mostly derivative when he was younger the only stuff that that he began to write that was really creative and considered to be very special was in his early 20s hey that's 20 years after you start and so uh, it really is just a matter and the myth of course that's put out in the movie Amadeus by Salieri is he did not recompose his material it all came from God and so on uh, nonsense um, Mozart rewrote his material uh, feverishly and um, repetitively so uh, of course people like the idea it gives a sense of of mysticism of, of higher purpose of day de uh, of deification of godhood to imagine that there's some kind of magic talent out there but there really isn't and people want you to believe in talent so you don't compete with them uh, so that you'll think well you know i don't have that talent and and therefore i can't do that um that's nonsense um i mean there are physical limitations i'm not going to be a hair model anytime soon uh, neither am i going to be a coloratura singer uh, there are physical limitations that we have, of course. Uh, I'm too old to start the ballet. <laughs> but um, uh, but that's pretty much immaterial. What, what people have is a preference for certain things, but don't be deluded about what you need to actually go and achieve your goals. You've just got to work like a son of a bitch. You've got to work. You've got to work hard. You've got to work intelligently. You've got to confront your limitations. You've got to get coaching. And you've just got to practice intelligently and repetitively. And that's how you achieve the nirvana called competence. Um, same thing with Andre Agassi. Uh, his dad strapped ping pong paddles to his hands when he was 18 months old and started him down the road at tennis. There's some guy in Russia who said, ah, I'll, I'll make all of my kids uh, grandmasters in chess. And he had, I think, three daughters and he made them all excellent chess players simply by gr gr grilling and, and repeating them. So when you see a particular ability that you admire, uh, don't look for the talent. The talent is a red herring. Look for the work. And if you want to achieve that talent, work yourself and you will get there. If you're alive, you will be excellent.